0: episode 173 of the platformers a show mostly about games i am your host brian barnett i'm josh mobley i'm chris shriver and this week we're gonna talk about a whole lot of things including uh touching on cozy grove um Mm -hmm. florence and maybe i'll mention a little bit about record of lodos war uh because it's out it's fully out now uh, and I raved about that uh, way back in the day. And then uh, I'm not sure, what are you gents bringing
1: this week? I played Diablo 2 Remastered, the Alpha.
0: Ah, uh, Chris, so what, do you, what can... did you get up to that we're going to talk about?
2: I got a review code for Swarm, a VR game Ooh. from Green Sky Games.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, where do we want to start? I kind of want to hear about Swarm.
2: Sure. Uh, so... For those who are not aware, um, and guys, if you want to look it up, feel free. But Swarm is a um, it is a first person uh, arcade shooter, um, like a lot of other uh, VR games that are out there. Um, arcade uh, games tend to be um, pretty common among like the Oculus Quest and things like that because they're easy to render and yeah. they're smaller experiences and things like that. Um, but this one, um, you have. Um, These like grappling hooks attached to uh, two guns that you have. Um, It's kind of like if you combine the optimal
0: setup for anyone at any point.
2: (laughs) Um, It's kind of like if you combined um, Spider Man slash Attack on Titan with Space Invaders and then put it in like a jet set radio aesthetic. um, In terms of like wild combination, yeah, in terms of like art style, not necessarily like plot and like story. Um, just like that cell shaded borderlands kind of look. Um, but it, when you look at gameplay of it, like the first thought that everyone has is like, that is going to make me throw up and I'm going to feel awful about it. I think I was
0: reading the comments on the video that we, that we posted on IGN and most of the comments were like, that would make me throw up. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, meanwhile, like I was looking at the video and I was like, oh, that looks like incredibly smooth. Like, yeah. Like, I was the, just the, like, oh, the that frame actually rate- looks really fun.
2: Yeah, the frame rate like doesn't dip at all. Um, on the I haven't tried it on. Um, it's cross-buy, so if you buy it on the Quest, you get like the Rift version as well. Um, you oh, cool. plug like your uh your Questing into your PC and like play that one. Usually, it's like better graphics and things like that.
0: Quick, quick aside: Is frame rate is like a locked, consistent, high frame rate like a really uh like the it's, most important thing for VR?
2: It's like essential. Um, okay. for a lot of experiences. Um, okay. yeah. Otherwise, you lower... get sick. Yeah, the lower the frame rate, the more likely you are to get motion sickness. Um, Interesting. So typically, like, a good baseline to have is, like, 80, 90 is, like, the bare minimum. Um, When they first came out, they were hitting, like, 75. Um, But now you have things like um, the...
0: the So you can't even get by with 60 frames?
2: No, no. Um, Huh. It's just enough that... Because it's so close to your face, it makes you like really, really nauseous. Hmm. Um, and then, like people that people that are more prone to motion sickness, um, like Jess is one that like it, she's always like my guinea pig, where I can like hand her a game, and I'll be like, "Hey, tell me if this gets you sick." And she like hates doing it. <laughs> um, she hasn't I wonder tried. Why? Yeah, right. She hasn't tried Swarm yet. Um, I want her to because I don't think it's gonna make her sick. But again, it's like that, you know, intimidation factor and in trying to get people past that. Um, yeah because like the the main the easy thing to hand somebody is like beat saber because it's like you're standing still you're in one space and these things are just coming at you um it's a very easily digestible game um when you have anything with motion um like even half-life alex um if you have it on like the locomotion settings um i find that that can be nauseating depending on Mm. how long i'm playing or like what i'm doing in the game um swarm doesn't have any of that i think i had one it's
0: time crazy because it has the most extreme levels of movement in any of these games
2: yeah so what you'll do is like when when the level starts it says like th- there are these like anchor points that are in the air in like di- different patterns and things like that and um it says like grab an anchor to begin the level um you'll shoot your uh your grappling hook grab it and then you have to like pump your arms um and they'll go from like green to yellow. Um, And when it's yellow, it means it's, like, as taut as it can possibly be. Um, And then you start to, like, get a feeling for, like, okay. Like, imagine, like, Spider-Man, like, pulling his web to, like, get uh, momentum, like, in and out of a a swing. Um, Once you kind of get that feeling down, it makes the game... You can be a lot more agile and be, like... um, I mean, you just become more skilled at the game. Um, Like, I'm not...
0: how precise is it once you like get mastery over like how how precise maneuvers are you able to do because that's that's just as as like in a a spider-man aside that's one of the things that i find the most the most ridiculous slash the most impressive about spider-man is like the idea that you can just be swinging from a thread and like change your direction and like you know nail these like hairpin turns and like all this stuff which like I guess if you're experienced like you could just do that stuff but like does that translate to this game
2: it does Um, the only thing is because you're obviously you're not flying in the air so like sure when spider-man does it he can do a quick like 90 degree turn Um, whereas here you're kind of limited in movement where um, you can pull off like if I'm you know on the bottom left corner of a map and I want to get to the top right or whatever I could grab maybe like um behind me a little bit to try and like get behind that uh that swing um you know and work my way around there um mm. it's hard to it's hard to describe, but um you can get there but like it's not i don't think it's as um extreme as it would be if you were playing like Marvel spider man or something like that mm. um but the when you get going like I'm not that good at the game um but it is definitely the type of game that like it's another example where the whole time I'm pl- I was playing it, I kept thinking Josh Mobley would love this because it's like the if type of arcade. Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like that yeah. type
2: of arcade shooter where it's really difficult to master, but it's really fun to play. And like when you get it down, it, like it just it clicks when you first start to play it. Where it's like, wow, this works really well and it's really impressive. Um, but when you really start to get a rhythm down and you understand where things are placed in the level and what enemies come out when and things like that. Um it really like the replayability of certain levels is probably the most fun piece of it for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean I like, um, I do like replayability.
2: Yeah. But they um like there's different objectives in each level where it'll be like um you know defeat defeat the boss without taking any damage or um you know get x number of points and stuff like that. Um but a lot of the enemies are uh they're pretty varied. Um, there's one enemy type that like it'll chase you down behind you, so like you'll see them come out of like a portal, and then you, a minute might go by and you're like taking other guys out, and all of a sudden you turn around. And there's this giant swarm of you know these like bots that are chasing you, and you have to get them as quickly as you can, um, otherwise you take damage. Um, there's like uh this like I don't even know how to describe it. They're like these little bots that will come out like in groups. Um, and if you like shoot the red one it'll like explode like other ones around them like a chain reaction kind of thing Mm. Um, and then there's like ones that they'll shoot missiles out um, and you have to like shoot the missile otherwise it'll if it gets you it does like a lot of damage Um, but the the enemy types are like really varied some of them are uh, like remind me a lot of doom um, just in like how they work and how they're how they shoot at you and things like that Um, but it's for me, it's the most unique, like, VR experience that I've had, um, particularly on the Quest, not counting um, Beat Saber and Half-Life Alex, um,
0: And it's, like, one of those so games... So it's, that, like, like, really up there.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm still pretty, like, new to, like, the VR space, but, like, there have been a lot of games that, like, they're not, like, stinkers, but, like, I'll, I'll play them for, you know... The, maybe an hour and then I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm not like feeling this. This is one of those one Like this could be like the way that I play Tetris effect. I will play swarm. Like I will continue to go back to this over and over again. Wow. Yeah. So
0: is it like, like what are your, what are your goals? You've talked about like swinging around these anchor points and stuff. And like, I've seen the video. So like, I know they're like the, they honestly, when I first saw this, I was like, Oh, this is like in, uh, in uh, the, you know, new Spider-Man two, where there was all those holographic things. Um, that Spider-Man was swinging around in between, like it yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. Um. So like, what? What's like the, What is the objective? What's the objective? Like, what's the like replay value? Is it like a score chaser, or like, or do you have like achievements that you're going for, or or what?
2: Uh, what's the deal? So it's it's kind of both. So, um, there are like five different worlds, uh, with I think five levels per world. Um, oh, okay. In each of those, there's probably like. Three to five objectives that you can try and go for, and then there's leaderboards that are tied to those. Um, so is it's it like a,
0: is it like Mario sixty four where like you can only go for one at a time, or is it like so no, you can go for all of them? Yeah, you can go for all
2: of them, and if you okay. can like if you can get there are certain levels. I'm lucky if I get one. Um, hmm. Like if you can get all of them, like you're you're really good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh like that's the replayability it's just getting better and learning how how to maneuver around the levels and knowing which enemies to take out when um it's almost well, like rezogun in that way where i was
0: actually g- gonna say because yeah. you were talking about like a, a degree of mastery but like gameplay that was very satisfying i was gonna make the Rezogun comparison which is very funny yeah um, so what are like some examples of of objectives that you'd be going for in these levels
2: so one would be um, there are these like um, these golden ships that if you take out enemies quick enough um, or like you meet certain criteria like they will they'll come out and they move really really quickly but if you blow it up you'll get like a million points or something. Oh um, wow. okay. So if you get like two of those in a level, um, then that could be an objective. Or okay. um, one is defeat the boss without getting hit at all, which I have not been able to do um, in any of them. Like one of the one of the, uh, the bosses in it, um, it's this, like, flying... It's, I think it's in the second world. It's this flying worm uh, that goes all around, and it has these, like, um, orbs on the top of it, and you have this, like, slow motion ability that you can use um, alongside a, like, dash ability that, like, it'll recharge like throughout you know, the time that you're playing and as you defeat enemies. Um, so you could, like, dash to the top of the level, and then once you're there, hit that slow mo button, and um, you know aim for an orb or whatever, and try and take him out, and like do that over and over again, or um, you know use it with a or try and take it out with like a missile or something like that. Um, and after you do that each time, you know it gets real pissed off, and then it's chasing after you. So like you're in this like cat and mouse game with this thing, um, but it comes at you pretty fast. <laughs> hmm. um, so you have to really like. Like, when you're in those scenarios, like, you're really moving your arms around a lot. Um, The one thing that I'm surprised at, though, is like, it seems like the type of game that you should be, like, I should be all over my living room, like, accidentally punching holes in the walls and stuff. (laughs) And there's uh, more times than not, I'm surprised when I haven't moved at all. And I feel like I have. Like, because on the quest, you can double tap the side and, like, you can see (laughs) where you're at in your play space. Um, hmm. And I'll double tap, and I'm like, oh, I'm exactly where I started, and like, I don't know how that happens because in my brain, That's I'm crazy. Thinking, like, I'm going all over the place. Yeah, it's really. But are cool. you just moving your body and not your legs? You know, um, it's yeah. I mean, it could be a lot of that, or you're just like turning in a circle, and like uh, for some reason, half the time, I end up back where I started. That's um, crazy. Yeah, but it, it, it must happens be like a lot. some
1: muscle memory or something. Like you're 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 conscious of the fact you don't want to punch a hole in your wall, so you're like brain is sort
0: of like making your you subconscious is it. like all right fam i got you yeah because yeah. there
2: are other games like pistol whip is one it happened this morning i was playing it where um like all of a sudden i'll you'll see like the grid lines um of like the, the play space that you draw out and like I, I came into contact with it and i was like oh shit where am i and i i double tapped and i was like right in front of my tv like about to punch it and i was like oh jesus i had to step back um but it, that never really happens. It's warm. I don't know. There's a lot about this game that, like, I feel like I can sit there and try and pick it apart and be like, okay, the lack of motion sickness happens because you're, like, anchored to the world and you're, like, you're in control of where you're going. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel so much as, like, an out-of-body experience as, like, a locomotion type of control does. Um, hmm. But there's other stuff in this game. I'm just like, I don't know how you guys do it. Like,
0: <laughs> that's it, really it really works impressive. so
1: well. Yeah um so Although you might need to give jess that test because part of it might be that you're just you have my vr, VR legs, legs at strong. this point yeah because yeah. um, i felt like when i'm in a uh, few times i've it's done uh the few times i've done vr and it's been in like a cockpit experience totally fine and i feel like it's you're right because you're anchored to something you're like i'm in a seat you know i have the in, opposite in a way
2: right with that like really Star Wars squadrons I can maybe play that game for like 45 minutes and then by the time I'm I out I am like that's even a
1: long time honestly well yeah but-
2: um but by the time I come out of it I'm like I need like a soda or like a seltzer like I need something to settle my stomach because I'm mm-hmm. not feeling well um and you do a lot of flipping and diving so, sip around sip on a sprite like and you get do. some
0: saltines
2: yeah right <laughs> um but I never uh I never had that moment in Swarm um I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to Interesting talk. Yeah, I I do wonder
1: how they did it. I bet there's some GDC talk coming in the future. Oh, there has to be. I mean, how we got you to
2: not throw up? Yeah, their Discord is just full of people like trying to figure out how they did it. Um, apparently the game was in development for like two years. Um, Hmm. and they said like the main thing that they wanted to get down was just the ability to like make it really accessible, really fun and replayable. Um, Nice. It is. Yeah, so it's from Green Sky Games. They provided me the review code. Um, it's currently on the Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift with CrossBuy. It is coming to Steam. I don't know when. Um, oh, cool. I don't know that they've said exactly when. Um, some point. Yeah, at some point. Uh, but definitely check it out. Um, I I want to do... So you can like do this thing on the Quest where you record video locally um, of whatever you're playing. And then... So, what I want to do is like do gameplay of it and then sync it with like video capture of me like just wandering around my office or whatever. Oh,
1: interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: just to get something out there. But I mean, there's tons of videos on it, um, on YouTube and things like that. But, uh, I would like to I, see I,
1: no sound. I just want to, I just want to hear like your feet shuffling on the carpet and like, well, that's yeah. how it is with Jess. The, like, the controller is going,
2: she'll come down and just like maybe like, hear me breathe. Like, I'm just like, <sighs> like because I'm like panting or whatever it is I'm playing Mm -hmm. um and it's just me shuffling around the living room with like because I have the headphones on she can't hear anything but she's like it's a bizarre thing to come downstairs to
0: so you said there are five worlds five levels each world so 25 levels total um so how far are you and like and like you you give it a hearty recommendation like do you like do you have anything like anything else to say about it or or, uh, like Based I got to your, your like. Is is this your final review, or or are you still working your way through it?
2: Um, I mean, I'm still going to be playing it for sure. Um, I only got to the third world, I think the third or fourth level. But you're um, pretty. You're pretty far in. I'm yeah. pretty far into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I probably. I think I have like five or six hours clocked into it, cool. um, which for VR is a lot. Um, it doesn't. It, it's it's just so weird. Like It, it doesn't sound like it is, but um most vr is. experience you're an adult <laughs> yeah well that's that's the other thing that's honestly compared to
0: like you know dragon quest 11 you know right right like a freaking 200 hour rpg or whatever yeah yeah but that's
2: honestly why i like this space is because like, like i picked up um apex construct this morning um it was like on sale um and I looked it up and they were like, yeah, it's like a three or four hour game. And I was like, perfect. Like, it's a single player, like bow game um, in like this sci-fi universe. Like, I can hop in that, go through the story and like be happy with it. And um, nice. and it was like 10 bucks. Um, so there's a lot of that type of content um, on VR, which is cool. Um, but no, I mean, I can't recommend this game enough. Um, I think this, I really have a feeling that like this will be one of those games that alongside the, like on the packaging of like whatever VR is sold like it has like beat saber and maybe like pop one and like all these other games um, this will be one of those games that they that gets talked about like as like the game for the rest of the year um, or one hmm. of the games for the rest of the year that's awesome um, yeah it it is definitely a must buy it's only 25 bucks um, and for how much content is there and I they're I know they're adding multiplayer down the line and They're gonna add a bunch of other content later. multiplayer,
1: like co-op or like full.
2: I have no idea. They have Spider-Man Wars. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, uh, whatever that ends up being, I'm sure it's gonna be insane. Um, So I'm really excited. I'm excited to see not only what comes, what else comes to this game, but what else this studio does because I think this is their first game.
1: That's out. Well, as a studio, right? As a studio, yeah. Yeah, it might be a lot of their. Let me, Not I'll verify that.
2: Um, yeah, Green Sky Games. Yeah, Swarm is the only game on their site. <laughs> which is awesome. I love that.
0: That's great. Way yeah. to start. Seriously. That's, that's cool. Um, that's cool.
2: Yeah, pick it up. It's, uh, it's awesome. Also, uh, if you are into VR and things like that, Humble Bundle has two different sales going on right now. One of them is a like starter pack like spring bundle. Um, for 15 bucks you get job simulator. Um, oh what's the other one? One of them is Borderlands 2. That is uh, not VR, happening, which I have not played. Um, but you've but played, played Borderlands. I mean, I've played Borderlands. I haven't played it in VR. Um, and C Sirento, which is like a cyberpunk um, samurai game that i've played on the vive which is very good Mm -hmm. um but you can get that for 15 bucks and then there's um like a separate sale where you can buy a bunch of games individually um that are really really cheap right now um but they're some of the ones in there were pretty good as well but just look up humble bundle and you'll
1: find it cool check it out check Check it it out out. humble bundle if you've never heard of it yeah
0: so josh yeah tell us Tell us about the role What do you want to know about I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so
1: my friends and I, on top of just spending an ungodly amount of time playing the seasonal Diablo 3 content this weekend, um, on Saturday night I realized I had gotten into the Diablo 2 technical alpha. And was like, screw it, I'm booting it up, let's give it a go. So I played it, I didn't play all of it. It was uh, the first two acts... And I got through like half of act one. So I played for maybe like an hour, if that, because that doesn't take that long um, because I just wanted to see it. I didn't want to spend like a ton of time in there because I'm not going to get to keep any of this. Right. So um, yeah. it was single player only. There was no multiplayer. Uh, so it was a little bit of a lonely experience, so, especially because my friends and I were spending the entire weekend like grinding riffs and stuff in Diablo. So it was like and and two of us got in. And we were like, oh, we can't play together. It's kind of sad. But at the same time, it was it was cool. Um, Diablo 2 Remastered is really interesting. Because it is like the epitome of uh, plays like you remember and not how it does or did. Um, because I, I think I, the last time I had played Diablo 2 was like maybe a couple months ago. And I remember thinking like, man, this is a little clunky like there is something here right it's still pretty good but it's kind of clunky and like the menus can be a little annoying to to get around and there's just a li- like a lot of little things where you're like man this is done it's so a much benefit better from from some quality of life Exactly and then you play remastered and you're like oh like it still feels like Diablo 2 like it's still you still feel like you're walking on a grid you still feel like um you know uh like it, you you feel that annoying thing where like you go to hit something and they like are walking away and you just go you know because your character like sits still and stuff so like when you play it you're like oh man i feel like right at home this feels like diablo 2 but they've just done so much to it to make it seem or to make it feel like your brain remembered and not how you a- it actually felt. um Like, the controls are the same. There's not, like, a big hot bar like Diablo 3 had. It still has the same, like, your left click and right click, and you have to set up hotkeys to switch your abilities. You still have to, you know, town portal scrolls. All the voice, they didn't do new voice acting. I don't think they did any new music or anything. It's the same sounds, the same voice acting, like, everything. It's just a brand new, like, fresh coat of paint on this old game that you remember that just kind of feels a little bit better. And if you want to play the uh, old one, they actually have a toggle for you to, like, switch it. And it is, like, strikingly different how... It's how, like that Master Chief Collection uh, toggle. Yes, it's That's like my when you're watching... thing yeah.
2: when, when remasters do that.
1: Yeah, it's like when you're watching the uh, Halo 2 remaster cutscenes and then you switch. And you're like, all oh, these blur cutscenes look so good. And then you switch it and it's like a <laughs> bunch of potatoes yelling at each other. And you're like, oh, yep. God, what... What, what is this yeah it's 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 that same thing and um yeah i i do feel like uh the one thing i will say that i do feel is different i did feel like i was getting more uh items that i would say were like good but i don't so know you think if the drop
0: rates are maybe have maybe well, been tweaked i don't a little know bit.
1: that's the thing i i or maybe it's just for the alpha just because
0: they want to give people experiences well i don't
1: I don't know. That's the thing, because it didn't feel like I was getting stuff that was overpowered. Like, it felt like I was getting stuff for my level. But I always, as a kid, remembered playing those games and feeling like it was such a grind. Yeah. But I was also like just nothing. bad at games yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. I'm sure, you know? well, I'm sure that's part of it. And part of it is
2: it's not the full game yet. Like, yeah, it isn't. Know, the full game. It, it could be a situation of like, talk to me after 12 hours or something, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, it's not the full game, it, but it's like half the game. Uh well, almost half the game, because I think uh it's gonna come with uh, Lords of Destruction, I believe, just built into Heck it yeah, automatically. Baby. Um so that'll so you'll add be able a... to be
0: the druid and the assassin and all that Yeah, they're stuff. in
1: the menu. Um but you couldn't play them. You could only play the sorceress and the uh barbarian and I think the rogue. And I played the barbarian because I was the like, Oh, Amazon... boring and just hit stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it was originally called the Rogue, and then they changed it to Amazon in D two. And I think it's when it's coming back in D four. I think it's called the Rogue again, but I don't. Oh,
0: interesting. I don't
1: remember. Uh, but I yeah. always
0: liked. Uh, I always liked playing the Necromancer and the Paladin. Those are my two
1: go tos. I was always a big Necromancer guy because I liked skeletons and I liked summoning
0: them and just having them do all the work. Heck um, yeah, exactly. That's my favorite <laughs> thing. But another thing, like that, I really liked was like setting up all the really really powerful auras with the paladin like you know the the Mm -hmm. aura to have everybody like you know heal up or like thorns like where people hit you and like imps walk up and hit you and because they're like like you were saying like they run away really quickly so like it can be tricky to like hit fast moving enemies but fast moving enemies will often come to you and do hit and runs and when you have heavy thorns they just kill themselves (laughs) like Mm -hmm. they punch you and die and it's like yeah that's that's pretty good yeah Same. yeah uh I think we on
1: GameSpot published an article like the day the Alpha went live, and it was like it turns out Diablo two is still really good, and uh <laughs> i would uh I would second that I think Diablo two
0: is still really good um for as much uh, it's t- really huh? interesting that we're we're about to have Diablo three and Diablo two and then also Diablo four. And I don't know the has has I don't know if anybody knows if Blizzard has announced plans to like sunset the D3 seasons or anything. Uh, They never I don't think they
1: ever sunset D2 seasons, but I think at some point you will get like D3 will go into like sunset mode and they'll be like, hey, we're still going to run seasons, but we're probably going to just like randomize everything from here on out. And you can keep playing the game, but we're not going to like create new cosmetics and stuff like they give you
0: every season or whatever Um, or make like balance adjustments or anything. So I'm really, really curious what it's going to feel like to to Blizzard doesn't necessarily have to justify the existence of all these three different games. But like they don't just just as a gamer, like I'm the most interested in Diablo four because it's new. That's exactly what I said. But uh, yeah, but I'm really curious like how how different four is going to feel from three is going to feel from two. Because two is two is very stodgy compared to three. Like as far as like that sort of um, thing.
1: I would say based on just because I played this genre a lot, based on just what I've seen of Diablo 4, like Diablo 3 has a lot of, it has some build diversity and it's like more, it's a, it is a little bit more like an arcade game, though, in some respects.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Where you're just like, jump in, jump out. Like, do everything, like, super fast. And everything, it, literally everything's exploding. Um, but then you on the other end, you have, uh, you know, you have Path of Exile. Which is, like, the most obtuse, super complicated thing that exists. And then like, you have Torchlight. Which is, like, almost... I would say it's about Diablo like, three, like level yeah. of complexity. It's about the same, uh, but yeah, you have you have these two things where you have one end that's like super arcadey, and then the other end is like super enthusiast. Like if you play Path of Exile and you get into it, like that is the thing you do. It's really complex, and they release content all the time.
0: So you're like, Oh yeah, they're action RPGs. Diablo leans into the Diablo three leans into the action path of exile leans into the RPG. I mean, path of
1: exile is a lot of action too. It's just like, there's a lot of complicated stuff that the game doesn't tell you. And it's really hard is the other thing. So if you were like, looking, if you think Diablo is too easy, like path of exile is really difficult. Like it, it requires you to actually like engage with it a bit more. Um, And, and even engage with some stuff like outside of the game to like min-max and stuff like they don't make that as like an optional thing for you to push like min-maxing is almost required in Path of Exile like you need to actually like commit to it uh, so it you know it gets those people the people that will commit but I'm hoping and at least based on what I've seen I think this is what's going to be the case Diablo 4 will be like a happy medium. Or it's not going to be as obtuse as Path of Exile, obviously, but it's going to be a bit more crunchy than Diablo 3. where Which I'm ready on, for. I'm ready for that, too. I'm Because playing Diablo 2, I was like, you know, there is. And it's like when we were talking about Vanilla WoW when that came out. Or the Cl- WoW Classic when that came back. It was like, you know, it is nice to have your Hearthstone on cooldown, right? Like for 15 minutes or 5 minutes or whatever it is now. It's nice to just be able to jump to the other side of the world just to go hang out with your friend or do this thing. But it's like, but there really is something to logging on that night and being like, the only thing we're going to get done tonight is I need to go to Ironforge to like do this thing. And we have to walk, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know or what like, I mean? Or like, it's like, we need to go to, we need to go to upper Blackrock Spire or whatever to get attuned to Molten Core tonight. Because yeah, we got, because we got two friends that that have done the Black Hands quest or whatever and need to get attuned so they can raid with us. Like yeah, exactly. Next week and it's, it's like even the smallest thing
1: could be its own little adventure. Right. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, I'm not playing eight hours a day, but then it's like, oh, when my friends and I we're going to get together to run a dungeon because dungeons are basically like raids back then. Yeah. Um, it's like we have to walk to the dungeon. And we have to be man. like ready and then when we're done we have to either walk back or use our hearthstones it's like a whole thing right so yeah playing going back in i Diablo remember 2, i, was I like, remember th-
0: wiping uh-huh. several times on dracoseth like in Blackrock spire like that boss was really tough Those and bosses it was just hard and it was just the a, a regular like dungeon yeah. boss and
1: then it got to the 40 man raids and stuff later that yep. was just intense um, I mean, to makes, organize
0: freaking platoons of people. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it makes sense that they would do this, like that they would drop Diablo 2 I mean, you figure it's been how long since Diablo 3 came out? I think twenty eleven. I was
0: somewhere was it really around there. Yeah. It was, I, f- I think. Yeah, I'll I was
1: like look like it up. around years or so.
2: It was around the time I graduated high school. I think. Um, and yeah, I
1: know I was in college because May fifteenth, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. There you go. Twenty twelve. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, that makes sense that
1: sounds yeah that sounds
2: right. but I mean you figure I think the jump from and I don't know how how the mobile one plays into this as well but oh, Diablo Immortal yeah to to if they're going to make it more grindy I think the jump from um, Diablo 3 to a more grindy game like this at least gives fans like the chance to not only revisit a game that they like may remember and know and love or maybe haven't played yet and, given um, and all- get familiar with that kind of gameplay um yeah mm. and if they're gonna mesh the two together then it's a lot it's a lot easier for clear. people to ex- accept I, that i would than, say that
1: yeah D- diablo 4 so far feels more like a return to diablo 2 in both art style and in in tone and feeling because diablo 3 is kind of like a comic book a yeah.
0: bit it's like very vibrant and bright and i was uh, never disturbed or scared in diablo 3 diablo 2 has parts where i'm like Ooh, huh, like it's like, it's spooky and, and creepy. you wanna know,
2: you want to know part of the reason uh they're doing that now in diablo 4 and why they're able to do it in diablo 2 is because hdr is now a thing and it wasn't when diablo 3 came out like hmm. part of diablo 2's aesthetic is the fact that you played it on a crt so everything was dark because crts could get that black if you were in a dark room hmm. like you can't do you couldn't do that in 2012 on an lcd panel hmm
1: interesting hmm. any, um, anyway wrapping up like playing it I didn't have any I didn't have any issues or anything like it ran fine I was like this feels like a final game when like, is it coming out this year um, they just haven't set a date no I, they said on or before December of this year because they always say that but uh, I'm going to assume fall just because they're yeah. going to give it as much time to in the oven as possible but like playing it I was very I walked away very impressed and like obviously it's an old game but like they had to do a lot to like make it widescreen they had to do stuff to you know uh, just I'm sure they had to do all kinds of weird crap in the background like the animations even look all the exactly the same like it's wild when you like seeing it was one thing it was like oh yeah okay but then when you actually play it you're like damn like the the way that when you hit the like uh, you know the the whatever the Amazons that are like undead and they're like ghost comes out of them the animation looks like exactly the same but it just looks like a million times better because it's 20 years later you know hmm. and you're like god it's like it has the same it's almost like it has the same amount of frames in it too but it's running at 60 frames and stuff it's like oh man this is awesome so that'll be very cool but I'm I'm with you Brian like I am a little more excited about Diablo 4 even though that's like far off several but- years away <laughs> i don't know about several but maybe one and a half to two years yeah i would say uh whereas diablo 2 resurrected is like right around the corner and who the hell knows when we're getting path of exile too honestly yeah but
0: and and like if that's anything like path of exile one like i'm not gonna play it so diablo 2 will either be something that i play you know while i wait for diablo 4 or i'll just hold out and play other stuff but I am curious about Path of Exile, too,
1: because it looks like they've done some changes to stuff that look kind of neat and cool. But I am also wondering, like, uh, is this still going to be as fucking just insanely obtuse and hard? Like, because I think that turns a lot of new people off. Like, you get to the end of, like, when the launch acts were and you're like, cool. And then all of a sudden there is this giant difficulty jump because you know before they added that act it was like you it was like Diablo 2 like you're playing this thing and you're grinding forever so then when the content came out it was like well all the people that have been grinding can go play it now so there's this giant giant jump in difficulty that is just not explained or expressed so it just feels like you hit this wall at one point so I'm hoping like in Path of Exile 2 they sort of are just like yeah we're gonna smooth that out a little bit you know maybe but we'll see But anyway, Diablo 2 Remastered, Catch
0: the Fever, whenever it comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I played a couple of things this week. Um, Some of them I am not uh, able to talk about fully yet, but I can touch on them uh, a little bit. Uh, I'm playing Cozy Grove. Um, which is, a, a, a key that I got sent by our, our lovely friends over at pop agenda. Um, you, it's kind of, uh, like an animal crossing, like, um, where you are basically like the way that you play it is you play it for like 30 minutes a day, something like that. Uh, and you'll, you'll kind of cap out on the stuff that you can do. Uh, And then you just revisit it the next day and things like this. Uh, So they've recommended that I spend, uh, you know, around two weeks with it to kind of get a real feel for what it's doing. Um, I've played it for around five hours. I think I've been playing it for uh, for like four days or something like this. Um, So I'll 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 either have my full review uh, the next episode or the episode after that, most likely. Um, Mm -hmm. But you play as a spirit scout. Um, which is basically like a, uh, like a cub scout or whatever, but their main thing is like communing with spirits and ghosts and things. Um, and, uh, they basically the, the, one of the, one of the final exams for spirit scouts is they get sent off to, uh, a place that is lightly haunted and then they deal with that haunting they help the the spirit find its rest uh and then they're awarded like one of their merit badges and then they move on to the next level um but That's you cute. were it's really really cute it's extremely cute um you should definitely the art look, style
2: looks it's, awesome
0: yes it's yeah. it's watercolor just beautiful and the music is great too but um there was a bit of a a snafu and you were sent to some place that is extremely haunted. Uh, and so you're having, haunted. not just haunted, haunted extremely to the max. Extremely haunted. Um, so yeah. So basically your job is to do deeds for the ghosts to kind of help them find their rest. Uh, and you find objects and resources each day, like around your environment to help complete those deeds. Um, it can be compared to the really, really like, um, Chris, you're looking at the, at the game, like the art is very detailed and intricate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, not like animal crossing in animal crossing. The environment is so sterile that like, if there's something to pick up, you can definitely see it because the environment is really sterile in this game. Sometimes it can be tricky because one of the, uh, resources that I am picking up like to do things with is like maple leaves. And those can really easily blend into the environment. Once you like, and feathers and things like that. Once you like get like your eye attuned to looking for them, it's not that bad. But one of the good things that they've done is there's a um you can spend a hundred old coins with one of the merchants, uh, and they can just they can highlight something that you're looking for. Like if somebody's like, hey, um, You know, and on the left-hand side of your screen, you'll they'll have like what the items that are in your hands. On the right-hand side, they'll have like the stuff you're looking for for your quests. So they'll be like they'll be like um like a circle, and it'll slowly fill up as you find more of the things that you need, and then it'll be highlighted green when you're done. So like one of the things will be like, hey, I'm gonna upgrade your shovel or whatever, and you need uh ten fish bones, and you need this one item. So then, they'll have little pop-ups that you can highlight to really easily see all your quests that you're on. It's really, really friendly and easy. Like the I'm playing um, on PC uh, and I'm using my Xbox controller. You just tap Y, and it it pulls up the cursor on your quest thing, and you can easily scroll up and down and see all the specifics specifics of the stuff you need. You hit X and it, it pulls up all the stuff that's in your hand and all that sort of stuff. And you can have, you know, your fishing rod in your hand, your pickaxe and stuff. But everything just kind of works. Um, you know, when you're next to the water, you just pull the right trigger and it like pulls up your fishing menu. And it's really, really easy to do. Uh, everything is just very approachable. Um, and it's so easy to get into. And it's so charming that I found it like immediately kind of drawing me in and these sorts of things. Um, basically what happens as you as you go on is when you finish quests, you get these things called spirit logs, which are basically the ghosts of firewood. Uh, and you feed it to your fire, which is like your friend. Like you brought this little sentient fire with you to keep you company on your campsite as you try to work through the hauntings and things. So you feed spirit logs to the fire and at certain breakpoints it will expand the light in the area, bringing more color to the area and revealing new NPCs. So this is how you proceed. So as the day, you know, each I love day, that. Yeah. Each day you can, you can, you know, do a couple of tasks for, for the ghosts. They'll give you, you know, these spirit logs, you feed them to your fire and then you, you know, uh, it levels up, you get, you know, more NPCs and then it expands the amount of stuff that you can do per day. Um, another interesting thing is that with, so things are kind of, um, black and white, uh, most of the time, but as you gain an an affinity and you build your relationship with the ghosts in the area, their areas will become suffused with color. And once that happens, you can actually harvest resources from the things around there. So like you can't cause changes to anything unless it's colorful. So when trees have color, you can shake them and you can get the fruit out of them and different things like this. So you're incentivized to build relationships with these people so that you can harvest more resources and things. And it just kind of all feeds into this nice loop. Um, you can there's also like a really easy to understand crafting system. Uh, one thing that I really like is that every time you pick something up, it will have a little um, a little kind of like a ticker on the bottom of your screen and it will say, you picked up this item Uh, and it'll tell you what it was, uh, which is like really, really helpful when you're looking for something in particular. Um, And then you can, you can use those things. You can take them to a crafting NPC and make lamps and lamps will extend the amount of color that you can have. You place them inside an area that is color and it will extend the color uh, as far as the lamps light goes. Uh, and different items that you can build have tags like rustic or um, decor or different things like that. And different NPCs like those things and will gain more affinity for you if you surround them with the things that they like. And all of those affinities are over their head in a heart meter and they just fill up. So if you build something, it's like, oh, it, and it'll pop up a notifier like, oh, this bird pet that you have likes rustic decor. You put some, I built like an old, like rickety rocking chair and placed it down next to the thing. And it was like three hearts up plus rustic decor. And so, you know, exactly what is happening and you know why it is happening. So it's super clear in a way that I find like really, uh, delightful. The only Um, question
1: is I have is how, where do I get this? And (laughs) How much do I have to spend? It looks like
2: it's $15. It's on Steam, Switch, the Epic Game Store. Uh, I don't know if it's on Xbox or PlayStation.
1: Okay. I would love it if it was on Xbox, but I will accept Switch. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm I'm checking. It's on Xbox and PlayStation and Apple Arcade.
1: Is this out already? Yes. It's out. All right, I'm in. I'm getting it. (laughs)
0: snap <laughs> gonna happen. What was
1: it, what's it called again cozy, cozy grove. grove cozy grove all right I'm did you look, look at it yet tonight. josh not yet but look, look I'm, at the, I'm, look at the yeah, screenshots of pull it up dude. The, yeah pull up the it looks cute as hell watch now i'm like i don't want this i'm kidding
0: yeah i'm interested to see i what you...
2: see what you mean though brian i i feel like um if oh, I was i've, playing, I've like,
1: seen this if i was yeah. playing
2: this on switch i could i could imagine it being difficult to find certain items yeah. um, because yeah. the screen is so small and the the dpi so low like nah, there's a lot on this screen but it looks cute as hell i'm yeah. i'm here for I'm it. i'm in
0: yeah it's really really it. good um i mean this isn't even my full review this is just like this I'm, even I'm, my final review this is what i've been playing yeah that's that's just one of the things that i've been playing um it's really really good i'll definitely check in with you next hey, it's week 10% and then off right now and then i'll give uh, i'll give my final review uh probably in two weeks um, when I've spent, you know, the amount of time, um, that they recommend before, uh, before review. So, yeah. Uh, but right now I'm having a blast with it. It's, it's a really fun thing to like, I get up, I, you know, I make the coffee, I sit down, I make sure that Riley's set up with her breakfast and I get my laptop and I play a little bit of cozy grove before I start work. And it's, it's, it's
2: really good. That's what uh, new leaf was and new horizons should have been.
0: Yeah. And, and like, I liked, animal crossing new horizons was my first one uh and i liked it and um the but i i i fell off of it just because it it got it got very repetitive and it didn't quite have yeah and so far this is like the the writing in this is like really good uh it's well there's
2: there's writing in it period i mean animal crossing is
0: nook is good like nook is good and and that sort of a thing but like yeah there there's there's one of the one of the ghost bears got like in when he came back in the afterlife got like fused with a pelican and so he's like half bear half pelican and he's really confused about it and it's just really it's just really cute and fun and he's he's over there you know in the cold and all that sort of it's it's really good i like it a lot um yeah i'll definitely be giving uh more thoughts uh later that was actually a lot more than i planned to talk about it um Otherwise, I've been playing um, another game that I won't have a final review. This one I probably will review, give my final review uh, next week because uh, it's it's pretty short. It's like four or five hours. Uh, is uh, is Record of Lodoss War, Deedlit, and Wonder Labyrinth, which I previously did the early access uh, review when they had like the first chapter only. Um, but it is it's it's that Castlevania like game that I was telling you guys that I liked. Because it had like better mechanics than Castlevania, basically. It's yeah. like it's like the first Symphony of the Night, like that I've played that like actually delivers on that, and like you know, uh, I wish it had a different title.
2: Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, it's because every on time you an say anime. it, I think it's some. Yeah, exactly. I think it's some weird anime game. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It is. <laughs> but like it, it's a very, a very famous anime.
0: Yeah, Record of Lodoss War that. is like iconic i did not
2: know that um, yeah,
0: and dude. deedlet the main character of this game is one of the characters that inspired the like elfin girl archetype oh wow it's so, a very
1: famous like 80s anime that's still no sort idea. of going i think i don't. are you a fan of it brian because i've only like heard of it i read a little i've bit never about seen
0: it, but... any this is literally my first uh oh really uh, interaction with the property that's but how they this get game, you but this game is freaking fire And wind, uh, because, Mm -hmm. you know, but, but, uh, go back and, you know, you can check out my, you know, my early access review, but, uh, basically, uh, it's freaking great, man. It's, it's awesome to see a Castlevania, like in the modern era with actually 2d graphics. Um, and not, you know, I mean, you guys know, I liked bloodstained. Like I wrote the IGN guide for it. It's a fun game. I like it a lot, but it's Mm -hmm. the visuals leave something to be desired. And, uh, and deedlet, uh, delivers and it still feels really really fun to play. Uh, I basically just like since it'd been so long since I'd played the early access version and now it is fully out with like I think six chapters total. Um I just went started up, did like the first 15 minutes and then like loaded up my old save where I'd already beaten like I think three bo- the first three bosses. Uh but it's really really fun. Uh it's on Steam, I don't know where else it's going to be, but it's uh, it's super good. So if you're looking for if you're Hungry for more Castlevania-like games, um, this, this does it. Um, it's really, really good.
2: Real quick, speaking of anime games, um, Josh showed me this one in our, uh, our Discord the other day. Uh, it's, it's not out yet. It's on Kickstarter, but it, you should look at it. If you're a fan of Fully Cooly, um, it's called
0: <gasps> Unbeatable.
1: Oh yeah, um, unbeatable! I backed that like immediately. Yeah, I backed it as
2: well. Um, I'm it's, a huge it's like fan in, of
0: Fully Cooley. What?
2: It's like in action. Um, I don't, like I don't know
0: game? where you get the
1: Fully Cooley thing from, but are you kidding me? Look at the art style. I mean, I've seen it. I don't, I don't. It doesn't remind me of Fully Cooley. I've seen it. Uh, well, I right. mean, you, you to, do, you to man. Each that's zone. cool. I, each, like, I, love, I love. I love Fully Cooley. It just doesn't remind me of it.
2: Two each his own. It's mm. not what I thought. Um, of. it's very pastel, very like loud. Wow. Um, yeah. So But now no, it, it looks like a very cool game. Um yeah. uh, you it's, should look at the It's uh, like a beat, the Kickstarter.
1: Uh it's like a It's a rhythm game. Yeah, that's that's based in a world where music has become illegal. It has oh, a wow. bunch of like mm, uh, unique, you break the law. You
2: break the law, <laughs> you commit crime. The law, or, you uh, commit law. Cr- Yeah, that's it. You commit crimes. But, commit yeah, music it,
0: crimes. It looks awesome. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah uh yeah the big thing i wanted to talk about was uh chris we've been talking about short games and how much we love them we love inexpensive short games and it doesn't get much more inexpensive or short than uh one of my favorite games that i've played this year florence Uh, how long is florence
1: isn't that
0: like 30 to 45 minutes? minutes yeah yeah.
2: Is it only on? Is it only on Steam?
0: No, no it's, it's on, on phone. everything. I think. It's well, on maybe on not everything. It's on. It's I'm on. Checking. Definitely on mobile, and it's definitely on Steam. Uh, it's six dollars. Uh,
2: buying it right now.
0: Yeah. It's, well. Let me give you the pitch first.
2: I don't care. You gave everybody, him the pitch. man. I'm stuck. You sell- gave me the pitch. Man, th- it's a 45. Is- it's Annapurna? Yeah, I'm buying it.
0: Yeah, this is this is the this is the uh, you know, and the funny thing, the crazy thing is, last episode we were talking about how rare it is to have emotionally resonant games, and I played Lost Words Beyond the Page and then Florence, like mm. the following week, which is like, I I welled up in this game, like this this Florence, so I'm just going to read through some of the notes that I made. Um, The first note that I made is this game is fucking genius design. Um, And one of the things that I think is the most impressive, the, the art is immaculate. The music is immaculate. The story is beautiful and poignant and genius, but the most impressive thing... About this game, to me, uh, as somebody who, you know, is is in games criticism, is that this game says things masterfully and artfully through mechanics. Uh, and th- even with mechanics, they convey what it's like to be in love, how, how we think about the things that we say before we say them. But as we become more comfortable with the person we're with, the words come easier, like... It is so brilliant. Like, it's unbelievable. It's actually unbelievable. I bought um, it. <laughs> uh, it. I actually it
1: can, bought it, like, a while back and never played it, so I'll have to get so it So
0: one night. So did I. I it, it was on sale, like, at some point, and I was just like, I've heard so many good things about this, I want to get it, and then I got it, and then I just finally like installed it and played it, and I I cannot believe I waited this long. It's so good. Um, it, it conveys, uh, a lot of complicated and difficult themes. Um, really, really well. Like the, your, the complicated parent child relationship, the monotony of being in a life. That's not exactly what you want. Um, the difficulty of like finding things that truly make you happy, uh, the 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 thrill of uh, a crush and like infatuation with somebody, how that develops into like knowing someone and loving them, and and like finding passion in life, and it does all of this in fucking thirty minutes, like it, it is it is shocking. It is th- so. My my, my my final what? note on this game. My last bullet point is: this is a fucking eleven out of ten. Like, what kind of game is it? It is. It's isn't it like it?
1: It's almost it's like
0: a, it's a game, man. Isn't it?
1: It's it just, just a has game. like almost little mini games, sort of. Yeah, they're not even really mini games, right? Yeah. they're just okay. kind of like it's just think an interactive it, story,
0: sort of. Yeah, okay. Think, think of it as like an interactive visual novel, kind of. Except okay. it's so like I feel like and I'm the type of person who likes visual novel games I feel like comparing it to visual novels is selling it massively short. Um No,
2: it sounds almost like if if you had an interactive digital picture book.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. So it's kind like, of what it sounds yes, like. Yes.
0: It is I I would almost compare it to like an art project. Like okay. to like if you're if you're in You know what, you know what it's like, honestly, it's like, um, what if there was, um, uh, what was it before, before Incredibles 2, uh, there was like that short about the, about the making the food bow bow. So imagine like a bow level short that you play. Oh my! That's God. basically what it's like. I love Bao. The fact that I remember the oh, title the of food bao, and the thing.
2: I mean, granted, yeah, I really like Bao buns, but
0: I was I was at that with like <laughs> a group of like five or six people, and I'm the only one who understood what they were trying to say, and I had oh to explain God. it to everybody else afterwards. There was a lot of people who like, yeah, they did not get it. I was like, it's after. so, it's so obvious. obvious. Yeah, is, what do you mean? This is,
1: this is why I. I think we need to teach media literacy in school, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Because <laughs> we literally, yeah. we do not. Like, I mean, I see so many takes on, like, movies or things, and they're just like, I'm like, where are you getting this? Because that is You just did not, not understand the You homework. did not understand how, I'm like, this is how movies work?
0: Like, I don't understand what you... Have you seen them? Yeah, you seen Bao-, movie? Bao is about... As a parent, your desire to protect your children and it's squelching them like and you realize that you have gone too far and that you have your 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 love for something is destroying it. And the realize the soul crushing realization of like what you are doing to your child. Like it's super depressing. Like it's bow is really is really a depressing short. And then, you know, of course, at the end, there's a reconciliation. Which yeah, is the what bun's we so cute, which is what we all like It's also you know, bow button though it's all it's all what we want. dude there's a freaking great bow place near me, and, same and I cannot wait to go back there's a tomorrow dirt. when I'm fully immunized <laughs> when my when my antibodies have have reached their final form,
1: you know you probably
0: are. i'm probably already i'm probably it's not
1: like it's not like oh no if i'd only waited one more The vaccine knows it's sitting there with a watch like yeah like hold up hey jerk it's like when someone i I heard someone say once like oh you know like like can you imagine that person that got lung cancer like that one cigarette they had that flipped it i'm like it's not one cigarette i'm like you don't have like a an amount you know it's it's just that like over time you know it just happens it's like uh i don't know there isn't it's an like instant fat. where something let's, happens. Yeah, it's let's just, let's not get
0: into it. medical hot takes. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm just talking about like just time passing,
0: I,
2: right? Real quick to totally uh, throw derail everything it. for a loop and totally derail it. Yeah, I just saw this on Twitter and I'm like mad that exists that it exists, um, and I. I know I don't want it or need it, but like I feel like someone would buy it for me.
0: (laughs) It's so what he has posted is an R2D2 coffee maker.
2: It's a it's an R2D2 French press.
0: That looks outrageous and you pour it out of his the the crazy out is, of his chest look at the third look at the third picture on this post and it looks like what happens when luke fishes him out of the swamp in dagobah yeah and all that <laughs>
1: yeah. and all that black stuff starts then pouring y- out of him and then yoda eats all his breakfast sausage yeah yep. yeah and that's what it looks Dude, like
0: okay you think that was a sausage i definitely got that that was like a long biscuit because of the way he oh, kind of really? like chewed on the end, I definitely oh, I don't thought know. that that was I, like, a, also like, like, like it was like a sausage shaped
1: granola, is what I thought. Oh, I always thought it was some kind of dried meat. So I always, I always referred to it as a breakfast, the breakfast sausage, as a joke, and that always made people laugh. You're the first person who's ever pushed back.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it looks like when he grabs made this the end joke of it, it like that, and then the sound that his mouth makes made me think of like some granola type substance that was like crumbling off the end of it i
1: mean it might have been but uh i don't know did like disney has that as a snack thing you can buy in galaxy's edge like the luke ration tray did you get it no but i uh i wonder what it is because i think it is meat huh
0: I know it has like a bunch of different stuff in it. Like it's I mean, basically they would like know, a no, and I could see I could see yeah. that. But like it definitely always rubbed me as a granola. <laughs> yeah. Which is like one of the weirdest sentences I've ever said on the show. Rub me as a granola. There you <laughs> That's go. That's the title. That's the title. Rub me as a granola. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> got in one. <laughs> one go. Jesus. We're over. It's done. I mean um, speaking of being done did we want to yeah, talk about anything done. else or uh, yeah
2: so uh, the I wanted to pose the question because we, we talked about it a little bit in our, our discord chat but um, I did want to pose a, a similar type of question before we wrap up um, kind of on the heels of last week's conversation um, at this point so basically the the question I had posed over the weekend was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay is there if Sony were to come out and well so here I'll
0: we should probably preface some, this with pay, yeah, the more context, more developments right. that have yeah, happened yeah. since last
1: week. So,
2: you know, I was I was sitting in my living room and I was I was down on my luck. I was like, man, I'd love to play Infamous on this big TV in the living room, and yeah. I can't because it's trapped on PS3. You know, along with all these other titles. Um, so after last week's episode, I went ahead and uh, booted up the PS3, went to the PSN, um, the store, and the process of buying games on there the store is kind of broken so like I could go into let's say persona 4 for ps2 on on the ps3 in the store I could go in add that game to my cart and then go through the checkout process and I think you can buy it I, I didn't confirm it but like what's weird is when you load up a game into the store and then hit like add to cart um, it doesn't show you what the price is or if you own it until you Get to the cart, and even then, it doesn't tell you if you own it. It just lets you add it to the cart. And it shows you the price. That's odd. It's very. It's a weird bug. They. May, I doubt they fixed it. <laughs> They're mean, like, they who
1: cares? They're shutting it off. No way they did. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Um. So th- that was one thing. So there were like five games that I was like, maybe I'll pick this up. And then I went through um, under in the PS3. You can go like account management and like download list. And you can see everything you've downloaded. But like, if you're somebody like me who's, you know. Very, I have a wide variety yeah. of purchases on the PSN, um, and just like oh, yeah. free crap that's been given out. I have tons of um, stuff. There's like two thousand items you have to sort through.
0: Yep. Yeah, I did the same thing this week on the Vita. I and, did it. Yeah, and, I did and the, the Vita, well. the Vita download list shows you everything that you've bought on there on the PS3 and sometimes on the PS4, and it yep. doesn't filter them out. And there's no way to sort. Yeah, like, it's, it's, really it's just like by purchase date yeah
2: um so i have to like think back of okay when would i have played this and like stuff like and you have to scroll super far through and it's like an awful experience but i went through and i realized like they're really and they removed
0: search functionality from the from the browser store so you can't even do that yeah
2: yeah yeah you you can't do it in a web browser on a computer um which it really sucks um
1: especially when it gets to the ps5 that's like the only way to do it because well yeah
2: um the normal store is just that bad I found out a lot of the games I was going to buy I already owned, which I didn't know. So I went ahead and, and downloaded them. And then there was only like I think I got Persona three um, Portable. F E and then I got Persona Three Portable because okay. I didn't own either yet.
0: because um, that was the one everyone was like, get that one. Um, I, I own a lot of the a lot of the ones on, on Vita and PSP. I owned a lot more of those games than I had realized as well. Yeah. That was yeah. that was my experience too.
2: Um, but you know I, I, after this whole experience like it was, it was really really terrible and like really awful. and when you look at it com- um, in comparison to the Xbox experience right now where you know I can I could turn it on and I can go quick aside, it, and, quick yeah. aside
0: with with this um, because of everything kind of shuttering down, I was like, okay, what do I own? what can I get elsewhere and what's really gonna be gone? And, yeah this is
2: an important.
0: and I was looking pieces. at Metal Gear. And, uh, and I was like, okay, so I have metal gear two and three on metal gear solid, specifically two and three, uh, in a bundle on the Vita. And there's also peace Walker, but I'm pretty sure I saw that peace Walker was on Xbox, which would be great because it optimizes, you know, Isn't series X runs, collection? runs things really great. Um, and I looked on the store and sure enough, there is a metal gear solid two and metal gear solid three HD collection on the store. And it's 50% off now it's $10 and, did and it I, come
2: with peace Walker though.
0: No, it didn't come with peace Walker.
2: Okay. I think, I that's, think a separate, that's
0: a separate, that's a separate
1: walker. Like yeah. I think came in a separate one. Um, yeah, that yeah. was like, I don't
0: even remember, but yeah, but it's 50% off. It was lightning fast to find it in the Xbox store. Uh, I bought it. It was $10 uh it started so when you buy games on the xbox uh Soar, i wish they'd give you the option to do it but they they automatically start downloading so i went into my download list and i was like i don't really want to play this i just wanted to own it and make sure that i owned it sure so i they went automatically
1: da- yours automatically downloads mine doesn't it's a setting you can turn uh, it on and off. oh
0: if i can turn that yeah. off then i'll definitely yeah, my, do that. mine always does the like buy it and then it goes do you want to download it and sometimes i'm like yes and then sometimes it, oh yeah. definitely that's i'm glad i know that <laughs> that's awesome So I went into my download list and I canceled the download like almost immediately. Um, And then I went into my collection to see like what else that I owned. And there was Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. And then Mm -hmm. next to it was a totally different game. And I was like, wait, this is where the Metal Gear Solid games that I just bought should be showing up. And so I looked back in the store and it was like, do you want to buy this? And I was like, wait a second. Did, when I canceled the download, did it think that I mistakenly bought it and then just like reverted that? So I bought it again uh, and then started downloading it, let it go for a little bit longer and then canceled it and it showed up in my library and everything was fine. Oh, weird. I got two yeah. emails. I'd been charged twice. So I was like, okay, let me click on this and get a refund. And it was like, yo, do you want a refund for these games? Here are the ones that are valid. And it had both of the charges. I just checked one of them and said refund within five minutes they'd given me my refund back
2: wow like, i thought the quest one was good so like on the quest you can you can shoot them a, a message in the app and just be like you know what, i tried this game it wasn't for me i don't, I don't really like it and they'll get give, give you your money back in like a week yeah um i've never heard of a digital service that's that fast though that's it's, awesome
0: it was like it's it's automated and they're like yeah we're gonna send this to somebody you know to to look at it but like it wasn't even it was almost no time at all And and they're like, yeah, we're going to, we're refunding it. Like, you know, it may not be deposited. It may take up to like five days for the, for the thing, but like we've processed it. Your refund is that is done. Like more like five minutes. But, but I was like, I was like, (laughs) I I like, I looked over at Audrey and I was like, that was the easiest interaction that I've had
1: to resolve a mistake. Sounds like DoorDash. Like DoorDash is like, whenever I've had a mistake, I literally contact them. And within like five minutes, they're like, do you want like credit? And I'm like, sure.
0: So I'm going yeah. to use it so but like but like that was a very because I because at the time when I was doing this I was t- trying to parse through this Vita menu and I was doing all this crazy crap and then like with with Xbox it was it was easy
1: you just bought it it was, ju-
0: it was just done yeah. it yeah. was just done the storefront is really good on Xbox the the customer service is really good like it's just a great experience it's all it, very fleshed out and thought out <laughs> yeah, and easy and, to use. And and yeah, if you have problems, they address them. Like yeah. it's a novel experience, but like that is is contrasted with with this experience i, I just want to say that because you were talking no about, no you know, i
2: think it's very i think it's very important the hypothetical
0: um, and let's just bring that from hypothetical into the real life you know right. experience. so, so real so
2: looking looking at and and you know this is coming for me who like you know we all know on this show i was like batting a thousand for ps5 and like we're getting fights with brian about like how hype i was about that system and yeah. like I, mean, I was pretty I'm, hyped I'm, for
0: it
1: too
2: yeah so and, now and I'm, i I'm, wanted
0: to be like it wasn't like i had it out sure. for them at all
2: no, but, like, you, you definitely were able to see through the, you know, the, the forest of the trees or whatever it is. Um, You know. Forest like,
1: for the, see the forest for the trees or from the trees. Yeah. yeah.
2: Through the trees, isn't it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, one of those. Yeah. That's one of y- You know, so now we're in a position where we've been, you know, using these things. And, um, you know, we had the the news of this. We had the news of, um, hey, Days Gone 2 got canceled. And now they're remaking The Last of Us, um, even though the game hasn't uh, been out for 10 years. I don't think it um, got
1: canceled. It wasn't it that. Well, it got shot down. It got yeah, shot they down. P- they had a pitch for it. They and pitched then it. Sony and was like, "Not." Nah.
2: Yeah, so you know, now it, Sony's not looking good, right? Um, and I, and so I've, I've heard d- I've heard indie
0: devs say like Sony just doesn't care about us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so which was a big I've pushing d- point of the PS4 was like, "Yo, we're well, the totally place for different- indies." Yeah
2: totally different uh, marching orders at that point as well, yeah, you know, yeah. and and mentality then. Um, and I think it's very uh, prevalent now. So my question to you is two things. One, what does Sony
0: Well quick need before, to before do? You, before you ask ahead. this question, go ahead. one one of the big takeaways from that piece for me specifically wasn't necessarily just that days gone to uh, the pitch got turned down and they're working on a remaster of the last of us, but it was Sony is now focusing on super blockbusters Basically to the exclusion of everything else. Like the idea yeah. was that like, if it's not a last of us level naughty dog level thing, um, they want nothing to which do with it. I find
1: nuts because they don't really make money on those.
0: Yeah. Well, and another, somebody pointed out and I, I forget what it was, was like Sony putting all of their backing behind the studio that, is constantly having like controversies. Like the crunch behind last of us Two was a big story. Yep. Like all of this, all of this sort of stuff, like, you know, it wins awards, so they don't really care. Right. Exactly. And, And so that is like, that was the, the big thing that was kind of sobering for me, not necessarily just that, like this pitch got turned down and they're doing another remaster. It was like, Oh, like they straight up just, like are they have very different priorities than the ps4 sony that i loved like ps4 is one of my favorite consoles of all time like it had no i mean it sounds this sounds very akin
2: not even akin to the ps3 like this is um it's because the ps3 it was like yeah you know 699 us dollars whatever you'll get another job Um, (laughs) yeah yeah like no big deal you'll figure it out someone Um, probably did there's somebody out there who did yeah of course there is for sure there's but, always one, you know. Now it's like they're too big for their britches, and they they think their shit doesn't stink. Like it, it's a weird position for a company to see a company in. Um, like Apple kind of does this, but they put their money where their mouth is. Like they they're very good at like delivering a product that is consistently, you know, up to par and what people expect. Um, mm-hmm. PlayStation. Um, like you better prove it man is all i'm saying yeah um so the question you know is what does sony need to do for you guys at this point to make you get this feeling out for me it's like i have this feeling in the pit of my stomach of like i'm not i don't have a good feeling about the ps5 and the path forward at this point um because really nothing that they've done has made me uh I'll, I'll have like, any reason to have faith other yeah. than you know the games that are on the horizon. Like sure, launch happened, Spider Man was great, I beat it in a day, and yeah. like we moved on. Um the hardware is great, but like
0: I was telling Audrey, I was like I was like, it is Almost comical the speed at which Sony is pissing away the goodwill they earned last generation.
2: Uh, yeah, like I can't believe how much the tone has shifted in the span of six months. So I
1: find that I find that crazy. This is all a little new to me because I knew there was already stuff going on. Like they weren't super, you know, in it. But I'm just like not in the. I'm not on social media anymore, really. So I right. don't see this stuff. So I find that crazy. But I I definitely think we're getting to a point where Sony is just going to be. Not, they're not being looked at super favorably right now
0: um i i feel like that that might be just our perspective i i am, am so fascinated to know how the average consumer how the average gamer they thinks probably about don't that. think about it at all
2: no you know what i oh the average gamer yeah i yeah. think you're right um no i do they're think... like i'm
1: just playing apex i don't give a crap
2: i'm more surprised that like their pr is in a point right now where like or at least they don't feel like they need to say or do anything like they're just like no we're, we're marching right along we're doing you know whatever we feel like
0: doing we're number one um, i mean the, and the crazy thing is is like is like how, like does this matter at all because you know there was that thing of like and i know that this the switch actually holds the the unqualified record but like the per dollar spent ps5 is the fastest selling console of all time in the united states like so like yeah but for how long yeah i mean i yeah
2: like uh, I th- that that's what i want to see is like six months if somebody comes to me and they're like do i get a ps5 or an xbox right now i'd tell I'll them probably an say an xbox yeah, yeah for sure same it's like get an xbox and game pass there's no reason not to like, yeah. that, like that's that's the answer yeah um, but it also kind of
1: depends on the person right yeah sure But yeah, yeah, most of the time I am probably going to be like, yeah, get an Xbox. Like if you're just trying to play, I don't know, whatever the hell night or something, right? Like get an Xbox, get an S. Like if you're just buying a console for your kid, it's like this thing's going to work great. It's going to do exactly what you want. Yeah. Just get that.
2: Yeah. Um, The other question I had uh, before we wrap was I had like in a perfect world, what Sony would do is they'd come out and say, okay. We understand people are upset about this whole backward compatibility situation, and um, because of the hardware limitations, we can't get those games. You can't just pop a PS. Bless you. You can't just pop a PS3 game into a PS5 and imagine we work. It just right. it can't be done. What we are going to do is sell you an external uh, USB C drive that you pop in, or you know that that sits next to your PS5. It'll run PS3 ps2 and ps1 games just looks
0: like a little like external hard drive or whatever yeah
2: and you can install your it's like um, the
1: hd uh, dvd disk drive the xbox the 360. 360. Yeah. that's exactly what
2: i was thinking of that's um, funny when i was thinking about this um and if you previously purchased any games on uh you know the psn on those consoles they'll never do this on those consoles You know, it'll show up in your library of like PS5, PS4, PS3, and all that good stuff. Um, It does, honestly, for me, it doesn't even need to up res it. Like, it could play it at the native 720 and, you know, whatever other resolutions you're playing. Um, But just so I don't have to have another HDMI cable going to my TV is really what it comes down to. Um, Do you think that's enough? Or what is like the bare minimum that Sony would have to do?
1: I don't know. There was a report from. I don't remember who said it. I think it was uh, who's the who's the God of War guy again? Corey Barlog. Jaffe? Corey Barlog, Didn't, or was Jaffe. it Jaffe? Some, one of them was like <laughs> saying that Sony's working on a game, a Game Pass like competitor. Uh, the the after they talked after they talked mad shit
0: about it, and I'm like, we'll see. Like they already sort Didn't of Didn't Jim Ryan say that like there's no way to make that profitable. So like, why would they do it?
2: Well, now I think they know they have to. So they're like, hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty sure seeing, they're at a point where they they're probably like keep
1: seeing the they must know some statistics that like Microsoft doesn't share with us about Game Pass because everything they share with us is that it just continues to grow. And like people who have it keep it and, you know, the like and all that stuff about like, oh, the games that are on here that, uh, you know, they their sales triple or whatever. Right. So, yeah, they're probably fi- like seeing stuff that we're not seeing and they're like, crap like maybe which I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about that, but
0: yeah, I, times. I, to me, the game pass thing, like the, the PlayStation game pass counter is only going to be valuable to people that only have playstations, which is plenty of people. Sure. But like, that's kind of like an MMO or like a game as a service. Like, there's only room in my heart for one and it's in like there's no way that sony can make it as good as microsoft can they just don't well, have yeah because game pass has been around well, for no,
1: years but, at this point so well, it's sure accrued but, like all of these things already all these features and uh like goodwill think, and publishers that want to be on it right so like and the but functionality and infrastructure
0: is there because of yeah, It's Microsoft,
2: but... It's a good thought experiment, though. Like, sure. If Sony were to come out and be like, $15 a month, it's the exact same pricing model, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, you get every first-party PlayStation exclusive ever. And it's there on day one.
1: I mean, that would uh, be the- Is that it? Because, I mean, that's a good start. Well, no, yeah,
2: that's, that's the start. But then you have, you know, your third parties, your indies, whatever.
1: Because yeah. Game Pass doesn't have every Microsoft exclusive ever on it, but it has all of the newer... Stuff, well, that's what I mean, like, the know.
2: new ones that would, yeah.
1: And I assume they're just going to stay there in perpetuity. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, guess what? Like, Master Chief Collection's going away because I bet a lot of, like, people like myself play a, tr- even though I own it, like, play a tremendous amount of <laughs> Master Chief Collection off Game Pass, right? Like, they probably yeah. have seen that lots of those games that they run, like, their multiplayer po- uh, populations are much higher and consistent and stuff.
0: Um, yeah.
1: I So, to answer I don't know, your question, I... I it would be good,
0: but I don't know. To answer your question, I think that if they came out with that sort of a peripheral for, for you know, to enable backwards compatibility, uh, and then they were like, yo, we're also doing, like, a Game Pass thing, and it looked like they were actually putting effort behind it, I would still be really dubious about the direction that they're going because so much else uh, has happened. Um, but I, I think that would be a, a really good start. Also, when
1: it yeah. when they, what's going to happen when they shut you know the PS Five servers down? Yeah, you know, years from now, are they going to keep that stuff around or what? You know, because it yeah, seems yeah, like it was... Sony just really loves these cutoffs. Nintendo too, but yeah, I think believe Nintendo is getting even really <laughs> annoyed by that.
2: Yeah, Nintendo's the worst offender of it. Um,
0: but the, the, the I was actually thinking about this this week. The thing about Nintendo is there's a clear delineation but they also most of the time try to resell you on that stuff. Not everything and not always, but like they're just like, "Yo, we heard you like Mario 64. We heard you like Mario Sunshine. We heard you like Mario Galaxy. Buy this thing, you can play it on the new stuff." You know, mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch Online. I can play super mario world with my brother over the internet like no that's, that's yeah
2: but that's cool. different that's different than them repackaging and reselling mario 64 like but, but I
0: i'm saying owned... the difference is there's no way for me to do infamous uh on new, sure. on new stuff you know there's no way for me to play uh final fantasy tactics on my new machine like you yeah, know what i mean like I, the difference yeah. is nintendo brings some of that stuff forward it's, sure. it's not universal the way yeah, but I it's want so, it, but it's something.
2: It's not that Sony doesn't. Like, there are plenty of games
1: that Sony's ported. No, they just, like, most to of the their time future. will resell it to you until this gen. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. It's but, no like, different. There's, a, there's like, entire like they,
0: franchises that there's n- there's no resistance, there's no infamous that's, that's sure. brought forward. You know what I mean? Like, the, the blind spots feel worse with Sony to me.
2: Yeah. But I don't, no the point the point that I'm more driving home is that like I already have this back catalog of games, and now you're you're pulling them away from me, basically. Yeah. Um, and it, it yeah. sucks. Like I, I using the PS3, I I played Infamous for an hour and a half today. Using the PS3 is not fun. Like, yeah. But I I did it because that game is fun.
0: Yeah, it's
1: great. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, <laughs> man. I I I don't know what they're going to. Uh... Do I'm curious, is the Xbox store on 360 still up? Because I would assume it is, but... It is. I know it that is. a lot of the games are not on. Like, they shut Halo Reach off forever, because I think only, like, you know, 200 people were playing it. And now everyone's playing on Master Chief Collection anyway, so... Yeah. Like, but you can still effectively play that game.
2: But it's also a unified ecosystem. Like, if you bought Portal 2 on... If you bought Portal 2 on your Series X, in theory, you can go back to a 360 and still play it.
0: You, like definitely, same,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. you definitely
0: you definitely can It's the same license. Yeah. yeah. You
2: definitely yeah,
1: I Yeah, and it's not like you can't play, you know, your old ass copy of Halo Reach. It's just that Right. you can't play it online. You're not well, going yeah, to that's good time. That's, a but other, that's, that's a whole other But that's different. Like that's that's a whole yeah, it's like you can still yeah. get it, you just can't play it online, but I still have access to the things I spent money on. Yeah.
2: The campaign and all that. Yeah. Yes.
0: But Cool. Well, uh yeah. They they got to they got to do some work to get back in our good graces and hopefully they'll try because this well, is, we'll see. I think gonna we're going to go a, a year really with a uh, generation. If this, if this is the current tone and, and the, the trends keep going as they have been, yeah. they,
2: they'll have to shift, but I think it's going to take a year of them being like, just staying on this path and people being like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. It's been really interesting to see like all the PlayStation centric, uh, content creators just be like, this feels this feels really bad (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it sucks
1: i would say it's just progressively started to feel bad and like just slowly and it's finally tipped
2: yeah yeah the the, that story last week is what like i i i hear playstation and i get a feeling in the pit i have it right now like a feeling in the pit of my stomach
1: of like and we we all know we we talked about it for years where i'm pretty sure since like like almost eight years ago i was talking about how the netflix of games is coming yep. and then yeah. we've talked about a bunch of times how like it's like it's only a matter of time you guys are gonna see like microsoft's gonna do some crazy stuff yep it's like they're so well positioned and now all of a sudden they're starting to like pick up steam you know and now it's, and just and wait sony just, just wait until those choices.
0: exclusives from their newly acquired That's the studios main thing. hits. like
1: it's that's the, the icing on
2: the cake. Like, you think it's good now. You it's know, coming. Give it give it a year or two into the lifespan of the consoles, and then it's going to be like, wow, there's a lot of stuff on here.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sony's, Sony's shuttered a bunch of studios that had games that underperformed. Uh, Microsoft bought, like, some really exceptional talent, and they're going to be cranking out a lot of great games, man. Yep. Like, I cannot wait. I can't wait anyway yeah we got we got to wrap thank you we all thank you all for joining us for episode 173 of the platformers if you got opinions on anything that we said you can hit us up on twitter at platformers pod or individually you can find me at ribnax r-i-b-n-a-x you can find me on twitter at the
1: jawa josh i don't tweet that much anymore but there i am um and you can go check out all the cool video essay stuff that i'm working on the last i still the last one that was made was the edward sincerity and mediocrity one i've started work on the into the spider-verse video which i've wanted to do for a long time and i'm finally actually doing it and it's called uh ent- is it into yeah into the I, w- I always thought it was enter the spider-verse and i'm like no it's into it's uh into the spider-verse
0: the hero's journey and the myth of spider-man
1: the myth so should of Spider-Man be, should be a
0: good one I just watched a fun fact I just watched a YouTube video about cosmic Spider-Man today that's hmm. a thing alright it is a thing <laughs> where can they find you Chris
2: you can find me on Twitter at Shrives93 um, I may be on an episode of the Falcon show Falcon and Winter Soldier show that IGN does on Friday um, I have to talk to Lauren Hmm. um you could see me on there possibly um that'd be cool falcon and Winter soldier is incredible you should watch it it has a lot of uh crazy talking points uh you know just around politics in general i, I can't believe what Marvel's doing with that show
1: it's really good um it's funny it's you say that because really- i i hear a lot of people like i would say i'm not as much as wandavision but i am enjoying it but i've heard some people be like oh it's so fucking boring and stuff like i don't know
2: i don't know how you could i don't know how anybody could say that yeah
0: i i i like it a lot
2: yeah um also watch invincible it's very good that's all i got
0: cool well please give us a review on your podcast platform of choice i know a lot of you listen on apple Podcasts, so give us those juicy juicy five stars and give us a review um i mean be honest but like come on be honest this is a great show
2: be, on, be honest.
0: Be honest. Be honest. For you, boy. Come on. Anyway, from everybody here at the platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week and stay safe out there and get immunized. <laughs> Until next time, we are out. Go get stabbed.